Start recording, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start this joint. Some somebody let people know what they're listening to. Good good afternoon. You're listening to Jonah smoking a joint. <laughs> That's not what Welcome I meant. Welcome to Rolling Four Twenties Part Two, Episode um, Four. Again, as always, we endeavor to bring you the highest quality D and D gameplay. Uh, I'm smoking a joint right now, so I'm gonna. Just go ahead and pass it to my left here. With to his left, we have me, Tom and Jerry. Anchorage is here. You know your classic uh, three paladin, three rogue, half elf. It's Doc, level six cleric, sun cleric, light cleric, uh, half orc. Is his character's twin sister, Spike, half elf, <laughs> um, and also a warlock. The cool kind, fathomless. Yeah, well, we've we've homebrewed a little little fathomless to convert it from the classic like uh, water abilities to more uh, sand and earth based abilities. So last episode, you guys uh, made it out of the Katagat. You you blew up a wall, and you arrived on the ship known as the Purple Haze with uh, your newfound companions Doc and Spike. They introduced you to the rest of their crew, who all seemed uh, a little strange, but nice enough. Uh, You were brought to the quartermaster, Paris Pudding, who uh, Anchorage and Tom had immediately tried to come on to, (laughs) to (laughs) varying amounts of success. Oh, only a few minutes later, the captain of the ship, who the party had yet to meet, stepped in and revealed himself to be the Captain Mothbeard. A mad pirate who chops off the beards of his enemies and wears them like trophies. This Captain Mothbeard stepped in and said something like, Boy, howdy, y'all. Okay, I would like to, for starters, re-equip my fake mustache. He's going to see you put it on. Okay, that's fine. But, like, I'm I'm, I'm staring right at him. Like, he he knows it's a standoff. Okay, uh, he he gives you a look. Now, this man is standing there looking like every Gunsmoke villain uh, you've you've ever seen. He's got this greasy, long hair with a black cowboy hat pulled down over it. His, his skin is rough and weathered by the sand. And he's wearing this old, decaying, blonde beard strapped to his face. And you can see these little moth nests spread out between it with the little creatures flitting in and out of his beard. He looks at you, Tom, and he goes, Nice whiskers. <laughs> Do you pay the gold price or the iron price for them? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to get, like, a visible blush on the glass. <laughs> it just turns a little bit pink. Um, and I, like, hold my hands in front of me and kind of rock my knees back and forth. <laughs> um... Thanks for noticing. <laughs> it was like three ninety nine. Or at least you got it for a reasonable price. Then he reaches up to his ears and he pulls two little straps off and removes the beard from his face. Uh, and he uh, hangs it up on a little hook just inside the door that looks like it's made for exactly that. And you, you get a look at his face. It is covered in burns and cuts and just it's it's messed up his mouth is very crooked 
um, from slashes to either side of it. And there are these spiraling burns starting at his chin that wind up his face. You can see there's little tiny bits of stubble growing in between the spirally burns, but everywhere those burns are, no facial hair is able to grow. He looks at you all and he goes, Doc, Spike, I trust your return means you brought the good good. Oh, hell yeah, boss. You know we did. Classic. Katagat Zaza, ain't nothing. Like <laughs> we actually um, brought the two people who gave us this. Uh, it was kind of the price that we paid, but this dude grew it. And yeah. it's kind of Mr. a discount on uh, on. We were supposed to get you know gold for product, but now we've got you know two clowns for product. That seems like a pretty good deal, I think. Two clowns. Well, clowns. My name's Benny Thatcher. Otherwise known as Mothbeard, I'm the captain of this here uh, ship that you've boarded. Now, I can't help but wondering, who are you two? What you doing on my boat? Well, uh, I personally am Anchorage, um, and he personally is Tommond. Um, and I just want to say, Mr. Mothbeard, huge fan of yours. I've heard about you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Only bad things. Only bad things. Trust. <laughs> it's by design. The more fear you're able to put in the hearts of your enemies, the easier they are to kill. And, and I'm Tommond. I'm here to research uh, new technologies in the weed growing business. Uh, <laughs> I've heard good things about thermal weed. The climate out here is impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've heard that your bud dries almost instantly. No risk of powdery white mildew out here, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Everyone knows it worships the sun god, so this is about as close as you can get. I just, that's so true. Now, I, I like these two, but uh, I got a question. Are y'all citizens or crew? We've got about 200 crewmates on this here boat, about 300 citizens. You can take either. Only certain rights are reserved for crew. And if you're going to be staying here, that might have come out of your pocket for food and shelter and all that. You know, you can't, can't ride for free. free. Uh, not the hundreds of pounds of weed I gave you for passage. Yeah, that's not a fair price. Uh, no, that's you, for passage. It's for passage <laughs> and for living. That was for entrance. Okay, so you guys are some very good pirates. <laughs> See our treasure hole, boy. Do you have a contract I could skim over? Um, with this, with this end, the moment that we reach our destination. Or? Could you say contract, and everybody around the table kind of starts chuckling a little bit. Mothbeard goes, "Yeah, yeah, I got a contract." That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, could we, could we actually see it? Yeah, let me fetch that for you. Now nah, here, and he pulls out this piece of paper just from his pocket. And uh, he writes something on it real quick. <laughs> and he turns it over to you and he says, Right here, all you all got to do is sweep the deck. There's been some sandstorms lately and the deck is just covered in sand. Hmm. Two of you sweep up the deck, you can be crewmates. And I'll have Paris fix you up some sand pirate clothes. You know, Mr. Mothbeard, uh, can you actually give us a second? We're going to have to uh, think over this. I want to <laughs> grab the contract and pull Tommond off. Okay. What do you think about this, Tommond? Uh, what, what what does the paper say? Exactly. It says the new the two new passengers will sweep the deck in its entirety until there is no more sand on it in exchange for entrance to the crew. 
No more sand. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, should we do it just to get passage? Seems like a pretty... You should definitely do it. <laughs> I will do it. And I, you got to do your I research. I would like to uh, discuss alternate modes of work. <laughs> okay. Do you say that, Tommen? Yes. See, I'm not the best built for sweeping. I don't have brooms for arms. <laughs> yeah, you see his arms? No brooms. Well, I do see there are no brooms on his there arms. Perhaps we can work something else out. Tommen, no. maybe you should give the man a uh, demonstration of what your arm can do. Uh, <laughs> is he going to turn it into a broom? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, it looks like this is a very large boat that you, um, man, and I don't feasibly think that we could ever finish sweeping it before we reach our destination. <laughs> now, that brings us to a second question I have. What is your destination? Well, so it's a little complicated because our destination is moving. Uh, we're going to like a really big pirate ship to find a guy. Oh, all right. Well, I will tell you, this is the biggest pirate ship on the sea. What's the name of this pirate ship? This is the Purple Haze. Uh, well, is that, was that the name? No, I think we were going for like the Dread something. <laughs> the Dread Ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That now, right. all right. Well, okay. <laughs> Let's be clear. That is... Hundred times bigger than the Purple Haze, but that is not a pirate ship. That that's a country. That is a giant sailing, moving country. They're not pirates. That's an entire government, and uh, partially who we're working against. I I'm curious how much my compatriots told you about what we do here, because I don't want there to be no confusion. We we actually spoke on pretty simple terms. It was all weed related. <laughs> we uh, we were trying to uh, we were trying to get a fair deal on our end rather than their end. So uh, maybe we didn't tell them too much. Well, that's all right. I don't mind briefing our new compatriots. About twenty years ago, a man named Mister Money came into this desert. No one knows his true name. The coward hides behind a mask. But what he brought with him was two monsters. One by the name of Keth and the other by the name of Draco. The three of them make up the three whale barons of the south. And between the three of them, they have slaughtered thousands, hundreds of thousands maybe, of sand whales, an ancient species of megafauna that lives in this here sand sea. What do you get from them when you kill them? Well, you see, the sand is quite rough and the lava beneath it is even worse. So the whales have developed this thick, iron-like skin. The whalers catch the whale, skin it for its iron-like skin, much cheaper alternative to real metal. They use it to make weapons and ships, and then they dump the whale's body back in the sand, skinned and dead, leaving all the meat and pieces to just float. And they sell these skins somewhere? They sell them to the dread ship that you're trying to make it to. And they also use them to make their monstrosity ships. How big would you say these skins are on average? Like, would you say that they're big enough to, like, cover a 
like a vulture, like a large vulture. <laughs> uh, you could you could cover an army of vultures. We have a very interesting measuring system back in the category. Sorry, it's a very fascinating measuring system. I I, I do I do like it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'm a big animal rights enthusiast. Oh, okay. I, man, I see these whalers out here swallow, slaughtering the whales, and I cannot abide by it. Me and my crew have devoted our lives to robbing whalers and hooking them into the sea. Yeah, uh, about that, I, we'll get back. And you said, could you describe what Draco looks like? Just a funny question. I'm just making sure you're yeah, like... Yeah, Draco, he's they the like biggest know. fucking red dragonborn you've ever seen. <sighs> Drinking all the time, carries oh, a giant yeah. anchor attached to a chain with him that he uses to stick into the skin of whales and drag closer to his ship so what? his men can kill it. Okay, I just so what are, what are we supposed to do when we see him? Kill those bastards. Oh, yeah, right. that makes sense. That makes <laughs> I mean, sense. Oh shit! I mean, um, oh yeah, cool. Sure. We gotta we gotta find that guy that we met at the town because. <laughs> I, 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 I nudge and grab anchors and I go, no, 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 please don't get me in trouble. <laughs> a mothbeard is not listening ever since he started talking about animals. He's oh just God. watching the moths flutter out of his beard and one of them comes over and lands on his finger. All animals are living and sacred. I can't even bring myself to get rid of these moths that keep taking up in my whaler beard collection. They're rather cute, don't you think? Besides gave me this great intimidating ass name hey moth beard it is rather intimidating right it's so intimidating hey you guys that's, that's a it really is, really good, intimidating, intimidating. Yeah. i've been intimidated every time i needed a mustache just to be here <laughs> <laughs> uh i want to look at the chin of the moth the chin of the of the little moth that's on his finger. Yeah. It's growing a little bit of a beard. <laughs> wow. It's adapted some of the fur, the hair from the beard, and it's made its own. Man, the legends are true. Your moths really do have beards. <laughs> Fascinating little creatures, ain't they? I, I used to have a regular beard. Till, uh, that fucking psychopath Keth lit my face on fire. Ouch. But, uh... Cutting off the beards of the officer whalers I kill and wearing them. It's a good, good substitute. Well, good, great substitute, boss. That's a really great, good substitute. Great, yeah. Besides, Captain can't get no respect without a good beard. Just look at Cockbeard. <laughs> <laughs> Got one of the most fabulous beards in the Seven Sea, and that's fake as shit. That's funny. Well, um, now knowing this about your endeavor to save the animals, I am actually an animal specialist. An animal specialist, you say? Well, then we are going to get along quite fine. Let me try this uh, here herb that y'all brought. This homegrown. I'll pull some out of my jacket pocket that I had. I still have a little left. Yeah, you still have, I have a from Tommins. Yeah, and I'll 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 go prepare a joint for uh, Mouthbeard to have. Okay, uh, you're. You're very you're very quick at this. You've rolled many joints in your time. You easily spin up a doobie, and you pass it to the captain. Hey, I, I know one of you magicians got a light. <laughs> uh, he uh, holds the joint over it and gets it burning. And now uh, the color had me a little worried at first, but this is very nice. It's a uh, royal, it's a royal purple, blue purple, royal blue purple. Yes, royal blue uh, purple. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he sits back and he goes, "Well, what do you think, Paris?" I think we let him join the crew without sweeping the deck. Maybe instead we just 
put him up front with Skippy for our next raid in a trial by fire like that. Well, I mean, actually, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind, you know, trying to take on the challenge of sweeping the deck. You know, I got a little, you know, fever for the challenge when you said that it was probably impossible. Well, uh, I mean, I ain't going to stop you. Oh, <laughs> well, good deal. You got a quill? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. He hands a little quill over to you. Paris holds up a little uh, ink jar for you to dip the quill in. Anchorage gives an, a, a very enthusiastic dip into the ink <laughs> and then signs it really big, big John Hancock. Well, I wish you luck, Anchorage. And I, I do appreciate it. Somebody's got to do this shit. I, I sigh in relief because this means that I don't have to sweep it as, as punishment for a good long while. He he looks over at you, Tom, and he goes, All right, Tomund, since you don't want to sweep the deck, we'll have to find something else for you to do. Uh, all righty. <laughs> uh, I'll wait for the opportunity to present itself. But for now, welcome to Mothbeard Pirates, boys. <laughs> now, Captain, there's just one question left. Try corner or cowboy? <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and take a try quarter. I'll take the cowboy. Paris stands up. She goes, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go into the back and get some more coffee, and then I'll pick up these uh, the hats for him. And uh, she, she saunters into a back room, uh, leaving the captain and you four, Skippy, and a few other of the pirates sitting around the table. Skippy goes, Diamond. Diamond. Skippy yes. is the uh, shark looking person with the bald head and the uh, dorsal fin sticking straight out of it. He fixes his weird little red eyes on you and he smiles with all his sharp teeth. And he goes, The captain's going to put you on raiding duty with me. What, is, what does that entail? You'll see. <laughs> Oh, I, I bet I will. So why don't you regale us with some of your, your stories of, of being first raider, Skippy? First raider. Well, I'll tell you the most heroic tale of Skippy the first raider. You see, I'm always the first one on the enemy ship, and I'm always the last one to leave. And it was this habit of mine of sticking around on the boat that once saved our captain's life. You see, the most despicable of the three whaler barons is Baron Keth. Him and the captain have had a long-running rivalry. And one day that rivalry came to quite the head as the two ships clashed together. In long hours of combat, we lost many men that day. But the battle ended with a duel <coughs> between Keth and Mothbeard. That was back when he still had his regular beard. Keth poured oil on his face and set it ablaze. But even while our captain was burning and screaming, he managed to score quite the hit on Keth, slicing his mouth completely open on one cheek all the way to the other, leaving him with quite the nasty smile and breaking many of his teeth. Neither Mothbeard nor Keth are much of lookers after that fight. <laughs> but, uh, Keth is a, a tough bastard. 
and that uh, hit wasn't enough to take him out. He, he beat our captain quite savagely while he laid there burning. But I was still running around the ship, eating whalers and causing havoc, when I saw this, our captain, fall to the ground, Keth standing over him, blade in hand. I snatched the captain up and leaped overboard into the sea and swam back to our ship, escaping just in time. Oh my god. Man, you must really hate Keth, Captain Mothbeard. Uh, Captain Mothbeard, he, he snorts. He is one of the worst monsters that humanity has ever created. To kill whales, these ancient, magical, fabulous creatures, is one thing. But to revel in the slaughter is enough. <coughs> Keth enjoys this work. Even if there was no money in it, he'd do it. Just for the killing. That's so messed up. And seems entirely like the opposite of your sort of position on the matter. Yeah, convenient how that happened. (laughs) (laughs) That is quite convenient. Before I leave this world, I'm making fucking sure that I take Keth with me. I'm gonna remember that I have loads of patients to deal with on the boat, and I'm gonna go, oh shit. I have a job. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good I'm... point, Doc. <laughs> you, you've been away a few days now. Uh, there's another cold rushing through. Uh, you, you're going to have hell. to go help people figure that out. Sanitation is just not something we're good at. That's that's an easy problem to fix, actually. <coughs> I'm, I'm more worried about, have you guys gone raiding while I was gone? Because that's always a big deal. Uh, you know what? We were going to go raiding. We saw Draco's ship. Uh, moored not too far from here, and we were planning a attack on it. But in the morning, it was gone. I think we didn't get a chance yeah, to raid it. Uh, he said something about that. Oh, he said something about that. What? You I'm gonna I'm gonna to leave Draco? in fear before. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let them figure this out, and I'm just gonna be like, okay, gotta go. Bye. Big red dragon ball. Oh. Yeah, he gambled his ship and his crew. What? How do you did? How do you know yeah, that? Heart to heart. Oh. Okay, dope. You're telling me you survived a heart to heart with Draco the drunk, and I jumped out his window. <laughs> I also did. I saw them jump out his window. <laughs> well, he did it first. Well, you two really? just get more and more interesting. Uh, at this point, Paris returns. Uh, she's holding these two long cloak-like jackets and uh, one black cowboy hat and one tricorn. Here, Torment. Here, let me give you this uh, cowboy hat, baby. And she's going to put it over your dome. And uh, she turns to Anchorage and she goes, yeah, and you wanted the tricorn and uh, here's your cloaks. Use these to protect from the sandstorms. They can get quite rough out here. Man, these are stylish. (laughs) Sand pirates are known for their drip. <laughs> do I get a big chain too, or do I have to get my own? <laughs> After your promotion. <laughs> Where is what happened to the shark guy? Hey, I'm right here. Oh. Um, you know what? I forgot to mention this, but Skippy is quite short. Uh, barely taller than a dwarf. He's around like five two, five three. How far does his fin come up? Uh, his fin goes up about two feet above his head. So. It's quite large. It gives him extra height. He's quite proud of it. He is proud <laughs> of his fan. How, how did you learn how to swim out there? 
I was born with it. I am from a rare species <coughs> known as shifters. Uh, they're more common in the rest of the world, but here we have uh, very few. And I am one of the only shifters in the whole south now since uh, we're known to be a little violent and unpredictable and many of us were wiped out, especially my kind. The Dune Breaker Shifters. Dune Breaker Shifters. Dune Breaker. Do you two know what a Dune Breaker is? No. You, you are. I'm a Dune Breaker, but I am just a reflection of what these great beings are. Basically, motherfucking land sharks. <laughs> Yo! A little smaller than their gentle counterparts, the sand whales, the dune breakers, are highly aggressive, extremely fast, gigantic, stony apex predators. Have you ever ridden one? I have. I have. Their giant dorsal fin sticks out of the sand like a, a spike of rock and it slices through the dunes as it swims, which is how they get their awesome name. Yo. Tommond, I think we just found our new butcher dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking the same thing. (laughs) You guys are going to get so many people killed. (laughs) Use the dune breaker. (laughs) So, can you only swim as a dune breaker? Hey, I show you. And suddenly he goes, and his mouth starts to grow forward a little bit, forming in with his nose to form a stubby shark-like face. And his skin changes a little bit and seems to grow grayer and harder. And he blinks and looks at you, like this. (laughs) What does that do for you? It makes me a little more (laughs) shark-like. Would you like to swim? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Whoa. He just tries to tries to make his face grow. <laughs> Man, I can't do that. Yeah, he changes back. His face shrinks back in a little bit to just his uh, flat Voldemort-like nose. Because yeah, nobody else can really. Not that I've seen. And pretty special. <laughs> You're so special, Skippy. I saw. I saw Drago swim. Yeah, well, you can't swim as fast as me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn how to swim like that, cause I'm also a dragonborn. Ooh, I don't think you're gonna be able to swim too well in that bulky armor. I'm gonna be able to swim really well. You have a really negative outlook, Skippy. No, not <laughs> true. Skippy, um, what is Skippy gonna do? He goes, ah, hold on, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he he walks away. Oh, it's nice to meet you, Skippy. Uh-huh. I want to put... <laughs> I kind of want to explore. Yo. But I want to change into my pirate garb first. I think that I'm... You can follow Skippy re- to the bathroom. <laughs> your pirate garb. Dude, after we put pirate garb on, I am going to go clean. Because I got a lot of freaking sand yeah. to get rid of, dude. <laughs> yeah, do, you want, do you want any help? or? Yo, are you offering? I mean, I kind of... I'm usually stuck with that job. Oh, cause shit. Because there's, there's a lot of sand. I like sand. I'm pretty good with sand. I would appreciate some expertise on this. 
All right, cool. Descending journey. Sand expert. Sand expert. Okay, so uh, they call me the Sandman. So you guys are gonna change into your pirate garb. I'll take Skippy's advice though. I'll I'll get out of my armor. You can get out of your armor now that you're out of the Katagat. Your body can once again uh, sustain its physical form without the uh, overwhelming concentration of magic that is confined to just the Katagat. Oh yeah, Tommen follows him to the bathroom and goes, Hi, your mom! <laughs> Skippy goes, oh hi! He's peeing. I start getting naked. <laughs> Skippy's not paying attention. You better not look over here, Skippy. Clang. Uh, <laughs> Tom and you start unbuckling and unclipping your heavy ass armor, and you get your uh, shin guards off first, and you feel your, the wind against your legs for the first time in a really long time. Ooh, that's brisk. It's you. The so windy. As you. <laughs> oh, sorry. You thought this was a bathroom no skippy just stepped outside he's peeing outdoors <laughs> Tommen came with him and is now getting naked outdoors yeah this is the bathroom you guys have different bathrooms That's why funny. are you people watching me get out of here <laughs> um okay uh yeah tom and you uh, release your chest plate, and as you do, waves of smoke start pouring out. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! This guy's farting. <laughs> and then finally, you remove your helmet, Tom. And do you want to go ahead and describe your character? <laughs> okay. So he is a red dragonborn. So he's got he's got a little bit of a of a draconic snout. You know, it's shorter though cuz he's a little more humanoid. Where one of his fangs exists on the on the on the left side of his face, one of his top fangs is missing and there's a scar that kind of snarls his nose up a little bit. But yeah, once again, I'd really just use the word dashing to describe <laughs> it. He's he's got the hairy eyebrows. They're just as magnificent within this mask as without outside of it. And yeah, he's got the scales, the whole bit. His eyes are I'm thinking like maybe marigold, maybe um, marigold eyes. Like? Yeah, his eyes. You get lost in them. You, you get, get lost in them. Yes, exactly. Oh it my is god, marigold. it is a marigold. Wow, wow. Those are marigold pretty. orange eyes. Those are very pretty. Thank you. He also has a fake mud. He. Put the mustache on his himself. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Whoa, wait, you're not a dwarf? Oh! <laughs> I never knew you were a dragonborn, Tommy. Well, I'm like, I'm like trying to get the rest of the suit off, but my, my, my right arm's not really coming out. It's just kind of stuck there with all the new metal shit on it. I'm gonna kill you! I, I just kind of assumed, you know, with all the stone hive talk and, you know, how, sh- how short you were, I... How do I get my... Arm out of the melted metal. <laughs> so you don't. You're able to remove the rest of your armor, but that arm, the armor is completely fused into it. It's just one thing now. That part of the armor is not coming off. That's just your arm. Oh, yeah, but he can get like his shoulder piece off and like everything attached. No, because he rolled really poorly on that uh, sleight of hand check and shoved his oh. entire arm. <laughs> yeah into it so it goes basically up to his shoulder oh this I'm... is gonna make masturbating really weird yeah. <laughs> <Just cut> that. <laughs> that's just a good joke no <laughs> i want to walk outside 
just outside the front door because that's where they are outside and i want to go oh fuck it's that draco guy and i want to just run and try to tackle him uh <laughs> Tom, and you've just gotten your armor off and you're pulling on your new sand pirate clothes and you put the cowboy hat on and then suddenly you're being tackled from behind as someone goes oh look out it's draco <laughs> oh boss is gonna be so happy <laughs> now no, it's just another really chunky hunky looking uh, dashing dragonborn you guys mixed up oh yeah I, I like flex my my left arm a little bit yeah i get it though yeah but this one smokes weed instead of drinking oh it's tommen yeah. <laughs> okay tommen i thought you were a robot <laughs> all right uh i get up i look amazing with my black robes and my black cloak of the bat and my black cowboy hat i don't think i have shoes <laughs> <laughs> i have not been, those have not been given to me yet do you but, have uh, any clothing other than your cloaks <laughs> <laughs> it's breezy <laughs> Yeah, he's just got bare legs under, like, the buttoned-up clothes. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Breezy, Anchorage just wants to start um, gusting all of the sand in the area into a big pile. Oh, that's smart. Oh, when that pile is, is done, how many gallons of sand would you say that there could be? Oh, right, you have destroy, create, destroy sand instead of create, destroy water. <laughs> How many gallons can you destroy? I can destroy up to 30 gallons of sand. Jesus Christ. And it's sand. It's a pretty efficient efficient way of doing this because, uh, Spike, you get your spells back on a short rest. So about every 30 minutes, Anchorage piles up about 60 gallons of sand. And then you spend your two spell slots destroying it. And then and I then take you, a nap, You bitch. just rest for 30 minutes, and then by that time, Anchorage has created another giant pile. And between the two of you, by the time afternoon hits, you've actually cleared the deck. Dude, this is so much easier when somebody else does most of the work. Yo, this is so much easier than I was expecting. This is fantastic. Yo, Do you want to high five? Uh, but before Stay I for- high five. <laughs> we high five. Stay high five. <laughs> before I forget, I want to put my... Um, the rest of my armor in the wagon. Okay, uh, you take your armor back to the oh. wagon. Oh, yeah. And uh, Sebastian is h- hanging out down there by the wagon as you come down. And uh, he-, he gives you a little squawk of a greeting. This is below deck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sebastian, it is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> now we're matching even more. You you look cool. You're, you're going to look badass riding up on my back with the cape fluttering oh yeah and uh yeah you can glide with that thing right hold on sebastian what happened to your accent uh oh yeah ah i'm so sebastian ah hi domond uh you're you're gonna look really cool up here with your cloak flying when we're when we really get going okay domond faces the camera me like you the bird voice (laughs) he turns back I'm glad you like your bird <laughs> voice of this random monster that you are supposed to kill. <laughs> would you like me to get you a cowboy hat? Are you fucking serious? Yes. Yes, I would like a cowboy. Are you? Yes. Oh. Is this doable? Uh, most likely. We got some animal lovers on board. Don't make promises. You can't keep telling. <laughs> oh, wait. Are there any shoes in here? In the below deck? No, in... 
In oh wait, how many other oh, people's stuff? You have a there? bunch of black guard uniforms in the yeah, carriage that do actually have boots. And suits. pants, if you'd like those too. Oh, so you can I'll... unbutton your jacket. I guess I need to put on some other armor. So I'm just wearing cloth. Yeah. Um there there's leather. This is leather armor. How much does it change your AC? Like a lot? <laughs> um yeah. yeah wearing this, your AC will be uh eleven plus your dexterity, which is what leather is. I kinda wanna go scan the area for these dune breakers. You wanna go look for dune breakers? Yeah, could I can I take out oh, I should probably tell the captain about this before I want to kill or something, but I wanna take Sebastian out and fly around. Sebastian, he he follows you up to the top deck and he spreads out his wings, just sunning himself for a second. And he flaps us, uh, and the two of you take off into the sky. Why don't you make me a perception check? You're right. Uh, oh, that's 11. 11? You're not really sure what you're looking for. You see what look like split dunes. Mm. Recently split. And they're pretty, pretty sizable dunes, but it doesn't really mean much to you. It looks kind of like a butt cheeks, though. Yeah, so they kind of look giggle like a little bit. Butt cheek dunes, sliced right down the middle. Do I see anything like on the horizon? Because I'm guessing it's just sand around us. Just sand, as far as you can see. Okay, okay. I guess I'll go back down to the ship. It doesn't mean yeah. You uh, fly back down around to the ship. You see. <laughs> Uh, Anchorage and um, Spike cleaning up the deck as you uh, circle back around to fly down to them. Doc, what are you doing right now? I'm at my little office or my section of the ship where I'm just tending to all the whiny injured people. All the whiny injured people. I'm giving I'm giving all the ones with a cold like uh, a fifth of liquor of some sort. I'm prescribing them that and uh, I don't know what else. Uh, Desperado comes to you and he goes, oh. Oh, need more painkillers. <laughs> my my back really hurting me. Oh, oh, oh. I uh, I go over to I go over to a shelf or like a uh, a little cabinet and I grab like a bottle of like just uh, two, two bottle. <laughs> two, two, two bottle. Heart bad. I grab him one bottle of like pills and one again another bottle of like uh, liquor and I hand it to him. The pills are the pills aren't anything special. They're just placebo or something <laughs> <Okay>. like that. <laughs> Uh, he he takes them and he uh, a monkey crawls off. I'll I'll grab some I don't know I'll grab some some fun things. I'll grab a bottle of liquor from my closet and go look for something to do. Okay. Anybody in particular of the crew you want to go catch up with, or do you want to just go find a party? I'll go find Spike. You'll go find Spike. Um, you uh, track down Spike at just about the just about the time that. Uh, her and Anchorage finish up clearing the deck, and uh, Tom and his circled back around with Sebastian, and you all land uh, somewhere around the front of the ship. Okay, I want to see Doc come my way, notice that we're pretty much done with work, and I just want to start pumping my arm and going, Brew Bear! Brew Bear! Brew Bear! Brew Bear! <laughs> I want to just start walking in the direction and just, like, grab the coat of Doc and, like, swing in the direction of Brew Bear and, like, beckon on Anchorage. I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna have... I'm gonna take a big long swig out of whatever I was drinking and go like, oh, thank God that, that I was having such a long day. Let's go. <laughs> um, uh, Tom and Anchorage, the twins turn and uh, start walking towards 
this old western style saloon with the swinging uh, saloon doors and a big old painted sign that's chipping from age that says the Sour Diesel Saloon. I kick those saloon doors open. You kick the saloon doors open. The sound of an old piano being played softly (laughs) in the corner greets your ears. The light streaming in through the windows reveals how just just how dusty this room is. And you see there's a gigantic brown bear sitting behind the bar. And uh, he's sitting there with his arms crossed in a massive wooden chair. And he goes, oh, hey, guys. Uh, Doc and Spike, welcome back. Boo Bear. I missed you. Oh, I missed you guys. I want to go in for a hug. I yeah, want a hug. I want to give you both one huge, massive bear, oh, hug. bear hug. And he picks the two of you up and he spins you around a little bit. Yes. And he goes, oh, who's your new friends? This one likes to play dress up and knows things about animals. And his name is Tommond. He didn't look like this before. And then this one is Anchorage. He's really good at sweeping up sand. Let me, just say, let me just say, Mr. Brubear, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I was I was bared <laughs> just the other day. <laughs> and uh, it was delicious. Went down so smooth. Well, I think, you know what? An artist always loves to hear that. Well, I'm very proud of my brain technique. I've been uh, perfecting it over the years. Well, can I get you anything right now? I've just finished a new bitch, and it's just finished it curing. Does beer do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna hold up three, and I'm gonna signal three, and I'm gonna go walk towards like a a shadier corner of the bar, so I'm not bothered by anybody looking for treatment for their uh, yeah their wounds. Calls. Um, <clears throat> there there's there's a few other people uh, milling around in the in the sour diesel saloon at the at the moment. Including uh, Dirk, the old orc that you met when you <gasps> initially came Dirk's here. Dirk's here. Dirk, he he's the tide master of the ship. Also, you you hear the 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 sounds of scraping from somewhere on the ceiling. In addition to that, there's a there's a few pirates, uh, just n- normal uh, everyday looking pirates, and some citizens that uh, come in and out, uh, just saying hi to Brew Bear, picking up food and drinks. As we sit down for our beers, I'm gonna turn to Tommen and uh, say, uh, "Oh, Tommen, I I saw you uh, took Sebastian, and uh, you guys went up. Did you spot anything while you were flying around?" No, no, there were, I mean, there was a few clouds. Other, other than that, we were just observing the sand dunes. Um, nothing special. Didn't, didn't see any of the, the dune breakers? Not a one. I am highly disappointed. Wait. Oh, gotta find some of those. Don't you worry, you're, you're gonna see them? Eh, oh, you're gonna wish you hadn't once you do, though. They're uh, not exactly friendly creatures. Or I would just st- stick with Skippy. How do you greet them? With harpoons? Oh, do you break it? No, we, uh, harpoons are pretty much useless against them. Their skin is so hard. Wow, so, but you do try to harpoon them? Oh, don't usually we just flee? Oh, yeah. There's not a whole lot you can do against something that big. They, uh, want to eat you up. You can greet them with open arms. Will they gonna greet you with open jaws? You know, I, I totally understand... I totally understand your your sort of withdrawal here, Brubear, but Tommen and I actually have a secret weapon on our side, so I think we're going to be pretty good <laughs> when it comes to... 
I want to go shit. over to Dirk while all this is happening and just recount with him what's going on. Poor Dirk goes, the ties are moving slow today. Dude, I noticed that too. I think I'm really catching on. You're really catching on. Dude. You'll, you'll be ready once I get the bucket. You're going to be a great Tide Master, Spike, he says, and he, he finishes his brew beer. I pass him one of the many bottles in front of me. Okay. Yeah, he, he opens it gratefully and continues to suck it down. Do I know what's cr- what the scratching sounds in the roof are? It could be the uh, little little goblin oh! that lives on this ship known as Bilgor the Bold. Uh, he's not a citizen nor a crew member. He's actually just a stowaway. But he, the captain lets him stick around because he tends to the community garden pretty effectively. The The slippery little creature just uh, runs around the ship, planting and propagating anything he can. And it's honestly just too much effort to try and get rid of him. And his plants are pretty helpful. So uh, the captain just lets him stay. It'd be pretty hard to catch him anyway. I want to roll a joint and just throw it up into the rafters. Oh, it doesn't come back down. Good. <laughs> I'm going to usher over to Anchorage and Tommen and get them to sit at my table so it looks like I'm not all alone and then then easy to approach and ask for medical treatment. Yeah, good call. Uh, Anchorage and Tommen, Doc waves you over to your table. Um, As as you're turning, Prebear uh, sees to the two of you, oh, by the way, uh, I'm planning on having a party here tonight. Or are we going to try and get, like, real wild, celebrate the return of Doc and Spike, and uh, the addition of you two new crew members? So uh, when the sun starts coming down, swing back around here, and uh, we'll we'll go crazy, we'll get lit. Sundown, we'll be there. All right, all right. Um, as a, as a sage, does he look like somebody who would have a lot of lore? Yes. He's a magic-talking bear, and his manners are impeccable. <laughs> Damn right. Um, if you'll excuse me, I uh, I am a scientist, and I actually don't know much about this area. Could you tell me a little bit about, well, the nature of this ship and maybe uh, the Sea of Sand? Well, no problem, man. I, I can tell you anything you'd like. I've been, I've been sailing the sand sea uh, pretty much as long as I've been brewing beer, which is a long time. Uh, what you want to know about, my friend? Well, we are, quote-unquote, sailing in a mountain on sand. Well, yes, it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? But uh, once I explain it to you, I think it will still not make any sense, but you'll have to accept it anyway. When the cities were first made, the first cities, uh, the dwarves carved these ships since they couldn't make any cities here. Since the sand is always flowing, it would just break the cities and erode them. So their solution was to uh, take these giant mountains from the stone height and carve them down into these uh, this ship you see here, and there's many other like many many others like it. And uh, beneath all this sand here, if you go down, 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 you'll find these rivers of lava that are just flowing everywhere, and uh, it causes the sand to flow like a tide, almost like an ocean. And there's there's tons of little critters living down there too. Well, if you can just get down there they're quite beautiful and a lot of them are friendly have you been down there well i was putting a suit and i was i went down there one time i got to float around with the jellyfish it was real fun what kind of suit oh like a big metal one with a big bowl on the top (laughs) (laughs) oh 
And you could just go down into the sand. Yeah, they, they tied some ropes on me and lowered me down off the edge. And then uh, oh, after a while, they just pulled me back up. <laughs> Tommy Tom gets a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We could, we could maybe give you that treatment, but uh, let's let's go check outside. I want to make sure there's no dean breakers out there. I checked. Yeah, I don't have faith in you, Chip. <laughs> uh, what I don't you even know what they look like. Yeah, yeah, considering you just asked me what the sand sea was, I doubted you knew much about <laughs> dean breakers. Well, why don't you come with me and I can give you some tips on how to spot them. Okay. Since you oh. seem so interested. Okay, Tommen climbs on his back. Yeah, Tommen, you go, I, but I have to go sit with Doc so that it looks like he's not alone. We're, we're going to talk about religion and uh, the varying beliefs of uh, <laughs> the sun god and Aegon. Did Sebastian come in with us? He's just sitting outside the saloon. Can I bring over um, Dirk to the table to make it look like Doc isn't sitting alone? And can I also like throw a joint on top of where Doc's table is so that the little goblin in the rafters comes over there? Oh, to try and get Bill Gore to come down? Yeah. Okay, make me a persuasion check. An unspoken persuasion check. Oh, oh yeah. I share him a knowing look. You share with him a knowing look. Yeah. Ooh, 14. Silence for a little while, and then suddenly the grubbiest little green fingers reach out from under the table and snatch the joint and pull it back under the table. Uh, You shoot your head under to look for where he's gone, and there's a creaking floorboard in the floor, just like he just slipped under it. Do Classic we see, Do we see this green arm as we're chatting? Yeah. It, you go, know it's Bill Gore. You, I go, I go uh, so like, he's like a giant owl. Like, it's it's in the sky. It's a giant owl in the sky. And it's super cool. Like, oh, holy fuck. <laughs> holy fuck. As, as Bill Gore. Bill Gore's little, little goblin arm and his grubby little fingers shoots up and grabs the joint and disappears. Yo, what is that? That's Bill Gore. He, uh, he is the main reason why I keep all of my weed securely in this buttoned pocket here. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just, did you really just uh, expose where you keep your, he's going to find it there now. No, oh You you, you let him know. I'm going to put it into a different, I'm going to close my jacket and like randomly put it into a different (laughs) pocket in prayer that... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go quick prior oh, to the sun god. Please don't let him find it. <laughs> Anchorage does uh, like a big, uh, st- you know, like a really overemphasized stretch and tries to sneakily uh, pickpocket uh, the weed out of Doc's <laughs> Make me a slight hand check, Anchorage. Make me a perception check, Doc. It's a 19. 19. Where's my... Oh, uh, 15? Uh, just as you put it in that pocket, you're like, all right, good for... Safe from Bill Gore. <laughs> Anchors just puts his arm around you, and he's like, ah, good buddy. <laughs> and you don't even notice he slips the weed right out of your pocket. Man, it's really glad that you have a safe spot to put your... your- your yeah, it, that's the main reason I have all these pockets. You know, most people think that doctors need them, but it really is just to hide whatever you want in it. Yeah, but you you probably should be careful with the uh, you know spreading that information around, especially in a, <laughs> a big ta- you know a tavern like this where well, anybody could be. Listening. I mean, like you you wouldn't think that you know one of these guys would take that, right? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, no, like these guys these guys are my friends. Like, friends I, I, would I, I want to share a knowing look with Anchorage to see if Anchorage will pass me the weed to start rolling into a joint. Hey, you share a knowing look with uh, Spike. 
uh, yeah, Anchorage uh, slips it under the table, the spike. Um, make me a uh, acrobatic saving throw, Spike. An acrobatic saving, saving throw? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save this throw. Oh, no! <laughs> Wait! Oh my god. Nat 20? Nat 20. Uh, Oh my god. So as Anchorage is slipping the bud to you under the table, you feel a little goblin (laughs) arm reach up to try and grab it. And as it's like feeling around for it, you grab his wrist. And he on real tight. And you hear him squeal. Smoke this joint with me, Bill God! <laughs> I look under the table. <laughs> uh, these squirming, gross little green man, big ears, long nose, and gonna... stubby teeth is wailing around, two joints in one hand and the other hand being held tightly by Spike. I'm gonna jump up on the table <laughs> and go. Ah! Bill Gore, calm down. Right, hey, smoke God, this joint with me. I've been gone for ten. To- smoke this joint with me. Make and I want to sit up- check <laughs> or intimidation. Yeah, okay. Can I? Can I assist? No, I'm on top of the table. There's no way I can assist with intimidation. No, you're you're too much of a scaredy cat. Oh fuck, thirteen. Uh, Bilgor the Bold is a very ironic name, as he immediately is cowed by your angry look, and he goes, Alright. <laughs> <laughs> well, alright. Yeah. Are we are we uh, allowed to smoke in the in Blue Bears? Yeah, Blue Bears fine. Okay. Oh, alright. And he uh, he climbs up on the table and sits his little loincloth bum down on it. <laughs> And he goes, oh, can I start? <laughs> yeah, you can start, Belgar. <laughs> he pulls out a little, it looks like a homemade lighter out of his pocket, and he sparks up the joint. Uh, oh, oh, hey, Doc, what you doing up on the table? I'm going to get down off the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, I'm going to say, you you just surprised me, Uh well, I'll have you know, I, I wasn't taking this weed for selfish reasons. I was, I was going to propagate it around the boat. Would you have told me where? No. Okay, all right. It's none of your business. So if I just find any plant propagating around the boat, I can assume that it's mine? No, you can assume it's mine and oh. I painted it there. Okay, I see. All right. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I'll be going now. Bye, Bill Gore. And he's going to try and walk off with the bag of weed and the two joints. It was so nice to meet you, Bill Gore. Do I see the bag of weed? Yeah. Okay, I go, wait, is that is that royal blue, navy, purple, royal blue? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Goblins only see in black and white. Oh, oh. And he just keeps <laughs> trying to back away. You can grab it from him if you'd like. I'll I'll let him keep it. He's gonna propagate it for 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 selfless reasons. <laughs> for selfless reasons. I think that that I I I believe his story and uh, I'll let him go. The super weed is about to destroy the entire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This stuff grows like the beanstalk <laughs> and the beanstalk. As soon as it roots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, uh, outside the saloon. Uh, Brewbear and uh, Tommond walk over to the edge of the ship and look out over. 
And Brubeer thinks, oh, yeah, it's a good thing with Kim and looks. You see those butt cheek like Dean's out there? Oh, well, it's actually very concerning. Oh, these are some of the biggest split Deans I've ever seen. Yeah, that's a big, oh, big wagon. That's a, that's, a, that's a fat dorsal fin on that, that puppy. <laughs> I don't care where you put your dorsal fin, man, but... Yeah, those are some big dunes. <laughs> <laughs> I waggle well, my eyebrows. Well, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. Eh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, you should be fine. Those broken dunes look a little old, but they, they do show signs of a, a massive dune breaker. You see the size of that dune out there? I mean, that would put the size of this dune breaker right here. Just about the size of our ship. So, just to give you a good idea what you're looking at, for just its dorsal fenders. They're massive. Yes, they're quite. They're not normally this big. Uh, this this shouldn't be happening. But ever since the uh, whaling is set into the ecosystem, uh, all the abundance of food that uh, is left after the whalers skin the whales have allowed some of the more scavenger. Uh, predatory types to uh, grow to uh, absolutely colossal abnormal sizes. Normally uh, they're, they're actually even smaller than the sand whales, but uh, this one seems like it's grown much bigger than the sand whales. So we just, uh, what about the whole ice is what I'm saying. We'll, uh, oh, now that you know here to spot them, I just recommend that you uh, use caution and do not try to uh, make friends with them. I know that's what you're thinking, and you know that you think, oh, I made friends with this big scary grizzly bear, uh, and so I'll probably be fine with a shark, but uh, actually I have very good manners. Uh, it is something that is not extended to the sharks, or especially not a giant dunebreaker sharks. Tom unfolds his arms. Yes, you, you do have very good manners. Well, I know, I pride myself on it, uh, of... I've trained my menace, or always as much as I've trained my breathing skills, which is a whole lot. Uh, speaking of which, well, I think I'll be, get back to the bar now. Well, I'm sure there's some customers that have uh, finished up their brew beers, and so uh, I'll better get brewing. Okay, I, I, I pull out a, a bright red bud and just slap it into his Oh, thank you very much. This is quite beautiful. Why oh, do you like the colour red? Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm going to go... Oh, I'm going to go brew now. Uh, in brew, uh, he waddles back over to his little saloon and he comes back in. And the uh, rest of you see brew come in. And he goes back behind the bar and he sits down in his chair. And he uh, uh, starts brewing beer. As brew bear comes back in, I, I, I go, brew bear! I also go, brew bear! Brew bear! Ruben. Oh, hey, everybody. Oh, I love being a local celebrity. <laughs> I want to I wanna tear off my overcoat to display the Brew Bear fan shirt that I have. Oh, wow. <laughs> the oh, whole crew has them. I, when did you guys get those, mate? That's quite cute. Oh, I must admit, I'm very touched. You're welcome, Brew Bear. You're welcome, Brew Bear. We got them. We got them requisitioned from the quartermaster. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Paris. Yeah, I recognise her little touches of style. It's a good thing we have her around here. Oh, I, I, Everyone's going to be wearing these at the party tonight. Oh well, that suits you so wonderful. Oh, I'm a bear, so I won't be wearing any clothes. <laughs> but uh, oh, gonna 
I'll wash my fur for the party tonight. I look down at my very dirty clothes and I go, this is this is fine. It's fine, right, guys? Like, <laughs> I can is, wear this. <laughs> smell fine. Tommy is already naked. I like these social media. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you get pants or just boots? <laughs> Just shoes, right? Well, no, I guess I put the leather armor on. Yeah, so yeah. So but you you're naked pants. under that. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's oh, so chafing. Yeah. Yeah. Sand, but the sand, sand. scales. Yeah, yeah. true. That I, I noticed. I noticed chafing on Tommen's arms and legs, and go, you, you want something for that, buddy, or you're, maybe you should wear a. T-shirt or something here. Don't the I, 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 I just try to pull the shirt off, off my Brubert T-shirt. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Tom, and you pull the shirt off of Doc. I, you... I take my shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I put it Doc is freaking shredded, <laughs> and he's got a, a giant a tattoo of the sun. If you want to describe that to him, um, it's a very it's a very simple sun thing, but it's got um, like details towards the wavy bits of the sun. It just looks like a similar to what I have on my eye patch. <clears throat> and is it on your chest? It is on my chest. Yes. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> Yo, did you know that you have the exact same symbol from your eye patch on your chest? That was actually intentional. <laughs> I, uh, I brought um, I brought it to our uh, tattoo guy and. Uh, he was able to do a really good job. So, yeah, uh, Desperado's pretty mean with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just thinking through my head, like, who the fuck's the, Who's the tattoo guy? guy? Yeah. I like that I, it's Desperado. I was switching between monkey. Desperado and Bill Gore, but I was like, oh. uh, Bill Gore, Bill Gore, yeah, that's dangerous. Uh-uh. He can do it, but you shouldn't have him do it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, the tattoo was the tattoo is not intentional. He just yeah. <laughs> he woke up. Bill Gore was like, "This is a nice pattern." Oh, I, <laughs> Anchorage, Anchorage. Tommen, did you find them? I, I'm like, I'm like looking between um, Doc's abs and Anchorage, <laughs> <laughs> and I focus on Anchorage and shake my head a second. Uh, the Dunebreaker. Yo, he's coming. He's coming. He's apparently a big one. Like how how far out? I don't know. But from the sound of it, this is the kind of one that, like, if he'd had a scar, like, representative of his size compared to the others, he'd be named Scar. They'd name this one. Yo. He's probably gonna be named, You're like, fucking kidding. Big. Bro. <laughs> a freaking giant Doombreaker? We're gonna ride the shit out of that. <laughs> no, this is gonna damage the shit out of the ship. We're, we're gonna, the twins are gonna share a knowing look. <laughs> you guys know how much like, a regular size Doombreaker Yeah. damage. Something this big? I wanna hu- hustle off to Skip- Skippy? Is his name Skippy? Skippy, yes. I wanna hustle off to Skippy. Uh, and, and Doc, are you coming with? I'll, I'll come with, yeah, sure. Are you guys coming with? We're are going you- to Sebastian. <sighs> Fuck, we're gonna- Oh no! We're gonna try to beat them! Wait, I, I need- I need to meet- I need to go find the guy who can swim, though. Cause now- Skippy! Uh, Skippy. Skippy. That is Skippy. Okay, cause I gotta swim first. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you were just gonna like airdrop onto it. <laughs> I thought and you were like, gonna yeah, like dive under. Too. So um, should we head to Skippy then? Yeah, you find Skippy fishing off the edge of the ship with a a massive, massive fishing pole that's uh, stuck into the side of the ship. Skippy, no, they're gonna wanna eat that. Skippy, you got it. Skippy, Skippy, you can't let him go in the sand. This uh, is such a bad idea. Oh, hi guys. <laughs> I just fishing. <laughs> 
What's going on? Skippy, I need you to teach me how to swim. Skippy, we need you to not teach him how to swim in the sand. I don't want to have to fix him. (laughs) Oh, that's not going to go well. And I don't want to have to fix the boat, hypothetically. Why wouldn't it go well? (laughs) Because the king's out there right now. The king? The king. The king. Okay, is the most radical ride ever. (laughs) The king dude breaker. That fat, lazy bastard in the dreadship likes to think that he's king of the south. But I'd like to see him tell that to the giant Doombreaker out there. I don't think that the Doombreaker would follow the debate rules. I don't think so. Now that's a government I can get behind. <laughs> so we should it's do something about it? Survival of the swimmest. <laughs> the survival of the swimmest. Wow, that's awful. And speaking of swimming, <laughs> uh, we are wondering, Mr. Skip, if you could teach uh, Tommond here how to uh, partake in the swimming activities of the Sand Sea. Uh, he looks at Doc and Spike like, should I do this? Viciously shakes head I'm, yes. I'm, I, I, <laughs> I said yes. part of the, the, first, the first boarding party with you. And that's true. He is gonna be. He's gonna be on the first raid with me. I think about how funny good. this could be. I'm. I'm just saying. If you get hurt, I'm not fixing you. That's All my right. rule. If you. If you want it, but you gotta learn my way. Okay. Oh, hey, Thomas, look. What's that in the sand over there? <laughs> and he points like way off far over the edge. It looks like uh, sand. You lean over to look at it, and he's going to try and push you in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, you can try and avoid the push or just take it. Can I grab him with me? You can try. Athletics. Dude, I only roll sevens. <laughs> uh, you try and grab him. You swing around and fling your arms out wildly. As you fall down off the edge of the ship, Skippy goes, yeah, and he's going to leap after you. He got him with the old, look at that. <laughs> he got him with the, Tommy, you're falling like a hundred feet. I have my cloak on. Oh yeah, true. Uh, you immediately begin to glide as Skippy goes falling fast past you at a ridiculous speed <laughs> going, ah! <laughs> as he into the sand and vanishes. As they go plummeting off, I want to bless them both. Okay. Probably a good oh, call. You also, can, does bless stack? Like, can I bless again? <laughs> yeah, you could bless. You could double bless. I'll, I'll double bless, yeah. You double bless? As I'm, like, like gliding down, can I, like, shoot out an Eldritch Blast to try to, like, break up the, the, the surface tension? Oh, genius. Oh, yeah, sure. It breaks up the surface tension a little bit, and you're, you feel your feet start to slip into the sand. It's It's hard. It's hard to move your feet. The sand is much thicker than the water is. It's, it's very hard to stay buoyant as you, you start sinking. Uh, suddenly you see a dorsal fin pop up next to you. And then Skippy's little face pops up beneath it. And he, he, he's in his full shark mode now. And he goes, uh, how you like it? Um, well, it's nice and warm. Okay, so what you're going to want to do now is lay down. Giant, spread out your weight as much as you can. I, I followed the instructions. Okay, now you're gonna want to kick 
and pull. And he like digs in with his arm and like very, it pulls a bunch of sand back and it moves him forward while his legs are kicking behind him. And he moves at a pretty, pretty fast speed. I try to replicate this. Okay, action. make me an athletics check on it. That's a 19. A 19! Oh my god! So, Tommen, the sand is very hot, but you're a red dragonborn, so the heat doesn't really bother you too much. And you just focus in, and you dig your arm in front of you, and you start swimming. Uh, moving along, not near at the pace that uh, Skippy is moving, but at about five to six feet a turn. Hmm. No fucking not way. This is not the best option. I stare at dis in disbelief as he's not dying. He's not just totally sinking. He's moving a little bit. I want to try to fish for Tom and using the giant fishing rod. <laughs> Skippy left behind. Yeah. Okay, uh, make me like an acrobatics check. That is a dirty 20. What's your armor class now, Tom? Alright, uh, you feel a hook, like, <laughs> snatch in a little between your scales and on your clothes, and it's a, it's a big hook. Uh, you, you look up to see far, far above, you see the string attached to the fishing pole back up on the top of the ship. Hey, Skippy goes, <laughs> Do I have You time? got caught. Do I have time to, like, go get another member of the crew to show him what's happening and be like, look at him! Yeah, they got him! <laughs> um, okay, can it please be Desperado? <laughs> uh, who do you want to get, Doc? It, can I Can I get Captain Mothbeard? Or, you can try, yeah, you could get Captain okay, Mothbeard. I'll go get Captain Mothbeard just to show him like how the new, <laughs> new guys are getting along. <laughs> you come rushing back with Captain Mothbeard while you're going to get him. Are, are you reeling Tom and Din or are you just leaving him hooked on there to, to swim around a little bit i i'd like to i'd like to argue that i'm just reeling him in like all the way to the top if i can <laughs> yeah you can totally do that <laughs> he's just kind of slowly getting more air uh, tom and you start slowly rising out of the sand as uh spike starts reeling you in skippy uh is is chuckling and uh tom as you start to rise up you get a better of a look at uh what's further away from you and skippy at the moment and you see what looks like a mountain rising out of the sand that you're pretty sure wasn't there before oh, put me back in oh, um skippy you might want to come here skippy goes, what uh 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 mountain 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 as as you're being reeled up spike you you see this mountain too but you know it's not a mountain. That's a dorsal yeah. fin of a dune breaker. And it's getting closer. I... Tommit <laughs> is just now starting to uh, rise up out of the sand a little bit. Okay. And he's still hooked to this uh, fishing hook thing. I'm really back? worried about Skippy. And Skippy is still down in the water. Yeah. Anchorage yells off the edge. Tommit, you gotta get back up here! We gotta go ride it! <laughs> Skippy, uh, he turns around and finally the fin starts to be visible and he, his little red eyes go wide and he goes, ah, that's not good. <laughs> <coughs> and he, he dives under the sand. I will activate my, my genie mode so that I can hover. Will that work? Yeah. Okay. 
then I'll do that, and then I'll just kind of like use that to help propel me out of the sand. Propel yourself out of sand and up back towards the top of the ship. Uh, by the time you reach the top of the ship, the uh, fin has gotten much closer. It's about 120 feet away at this point. It's not near as big as the boat. This fin is, reaches about 70-ish feet out of the water. It's big, not as big as the one that uh, Brew Bear was describing earlier. You see it uh, crests out of the sand a little bit and you're able to get a look at its gigantic, stony-skinned head as it dives back under the water, now disappearing. Fuck, Skippy! Skippy may be the only person you know that could probably escape from something like this. Yeah. He's much smaller. He's more mobile. Uh, is Mothbeard here now? Yeah, is Mothbeard. Mothbeard is just coming back now. With Did he Doc. witness any of it? Yes, he okay. sees the Dunebreaker dive under. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say right. to mothbeard that like yeah they've been getting along like really well and you know oh my you oh know. wow Ooh. that's a that's a beauty out there i swear these things are getting bigger i saw i saw split dunes 120 feet high earlier today it's probably not from that bugger but if there's one that big that means there's probably one bigger i'm just glad that the red guy didn't get munched up yeah yeah uh, tom how was your little dip in the water there buddy oh yeah i'm climbing back up i'm like Knocking sand out all my places. Well, it was great until they hooked me. <laughs> I I throw the hook overboard. What? 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 Uh, I hooked you. I don't know what that means. No, but <laughs> oh goodness, I can't believe that didn't work. Like, it's a shame that uh... I was swimming. I was swimming. I could do it. I'm I just like it. That's that's real impressive. That's real impressive, bud. Uh, oh, we're Skippy. <laughs> he dived back down, hopefully to avoid. He might well, be entering in the lower uh, deck levels. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll be all right. He'll get his way back in. You know, Captain, while, while we have you here, actually, uh, we were a little curious what your <laughs> thoughts would be on um, uh, riding the Dunebreaker. Well, that's a shit idea. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Interesting. It is an interesting perspective. <laughs> I suggest it only as a last case scenario. Right. You've got no other options, no other cards left up your sleeve. You can try and ride the Dune Breaker. So it shouldn't be a primary objective? Should not be a primary. You should not be seeking out a Dune Breaker to ride. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you this. You're not going to listen to me. Tommen, do you want to go ride the Dunebreaker now? I've got like like six more minutes of flight. so. Boom. Let's go. Can I hold on to Wait, you? But he's gone. He left. He dived back under. Oh, he's man. no longer visible. I could, I could try to catch him. He might still be a little faster than I want to pat Tommen on the back and go, it's not even the king this time. You got to wait. That's true. Uh, Don't you I'll want to pat Tommen on the back and say, "We can come back out tomorrow. We can try again tomorrow." And and I know that I know that there maybe they will, maybe they won't be there. Who Hopefully, knows? he will have forgotten about. Yeah. It okay. All right. Are there any like old head looking pirates around here? Uh, yeah. There's there's quite a few old head looking pirates. Who's got the most scars? Who's got the most scars? Well, that that would certainly be Mothbeard. But uh, Dirk, the Tidemaster, the old uh, orc that you saw in Brewbears, would be probably a close second. 
as uh, as you guys uh, continue to play around and uh, have fun on the ship, the uh, sun is beginning to creep lower as the day starts to come to an end. As it gets darker and the heat subsides a little bit, you see uh, more people begin to come out of their houses, uh, walking around, chatting to each other. Uh, many of them uh, greet the two of you. And she's like, oh, who are you guys? You, you seem new. You're cool. Uh, well, welcome to the, welcome to the Purple Haze. Yeah, thanks. As the uh, sun creeps a little lower, people start to travel towards the Sour Diesel Saloon where the tonight's celebrations are meant to take place. Is there anything else you guys want to do before party time? I I was going to go I can do stuff in the day tomorrow. Oh, you you have a little yeah, time still time. if you want to do it now. Um I was just going to go look in the community garden to see if uh Bill Gore like if I could catch him planting whatever whatever <laughs> he took. Yeah. Make me make me an investigation check. Sure. See if you can track down Bill Gore. I just wanted to see. I just wanted to go real, real quick. Uh, that's probably not very high. Uh, actually, that is a five. <coughs> that is a five. Oh, right. Uh, investigation is intelligence, which Doc has none of. So. <laughs> he has minus two? Yes. That's nice. Correct. That's awesome. Um, Doc, you go searching for Bill Gore, but the problem is the community, community garden, heavy quotes, is not one place. It is everywhere Bill Gore has planted and propagated some sort of plant that has pretty much just grown out of control on its own. So there's tons of patches all over the ship from like vines, beans, uh, all sorts, all sorts of legumes growing here. He's even got some trees, uh, little uh, like a, a peanut equivalent growing lower to the ground. All, all sorts of stuff. And he's got a, a pretty big, beautiful sunflower field, too, which uh, you get distracted walking around in. I, I, I run into some poison ivy. and That he uh, planted. And, yeah, that he planted. <laughs> and, and you're uh, like, fucking, why did he do this? <laughs> um, okay, that's all. I, I, I begrudgingly... As uh, the evening comes, I will go to Brewberries and maybe I can catch him there or something. Maybe you, maybe you'll catch him there. Yeah. Uh, before the evening sets in, uh, uh, do you want to look for a surf shop? A surf shop? Okay. Well, there, there's there's quite a few there's quite a few shops uh, around here. Um, there is uh, this this one that immediately <sighs> catches your eye. It, it doesn't look like any of the other buildings here. All the other buildings are very uniform and look like they were constructed when the ship was constructed. This building looks very new. It is a fully metal building, painted black with all sorts of little weird contraptions shooting off of it at strange angles. And it just keeps going up like a tower and it spirals near the top like a coil. Uh, for channeling maybe some sort of electricity. And at the front, it says, Nick and Knack's Nightmares. You're not sure if it's a surf shop, but it probably has something uh, at least that'll work for what you're looking for. Y'all want to slip in here real quick? I definitely do. Oh, shit. Nick and Knack's? Yeah. So Anchorage and Spike, uh, the two of you step into Nick and Knack's. Uh, you step inside and you're immediately greeted with the smell of sulfur and smoke as you enter into this room and it looks like something has just exploded over in a corner and there's little bits of smoke and fire jettisoning out from this weird little glass compartment set over in the side of the shop and you see these two little gray-haired gnomes. 
both in these uh, little black engineer outfits and wearing little sunglasses as they rush over to this uh, little burning, smoking pile and they start throwing uh, little different colored liquids on it, trying to make it go out. Some of them make it dim a little bit. Some of it make some of them make it roar even bigger. And then finally, one of them grabs what looks like a metal blanket and throws it over it. And they both sit back down. Whew, and they pull their little sunglasses off. And you see that they've got these like very piercing, electrically blue eyes. And both of them fix those eyes on you at the exact same moment as you step in Anchorage. Let me guess. Nick... And Nack. Actually, I'm Nack. He's Nick. Okay. But you're close, mate. <laughs> you're very close. Uh, welcome to our little shop here. Well, how can we help you, bud? There's a little bit of a strange request, but I'm wondering if you guys have any surfboards? Oh, you want a sand surfboard? That's no yeah. problem. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's no problem. Oh, okay, sweet. Uh, my brother has a knack for making these type of things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I... Well, uh, he's Knack. That's his name. I'm Nick. He's Knack, and I was saying he's got a knack for making these type of things. You're pretty sure that Knack is talking right now. At least how they introduced them to <laughs> themselves to you initially. Uh, 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 well, what about the surfboard, guys? <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 yeah we'll, we'll go pull it out. And they, they uh, rush behind the counter, and then the two of them come out, both of them uh, with their hands over their head, uh, one at the front, the other at the back of this long metal surfboard-like contraption with this weird motor-looking thing on the back. Yo. We've been, we've been working on designing these uh, so uh, people can go with Skippy on his... Uh, First raid, as he likes to call it. Oh man, Anchorage runs his hand uh, from the bow of the board all the way You're back. You're getting all these nostalgic feelings from surfing the trash and sewage coming down from the richer di- districts into Tempt, and it's 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 nice. It's a good feeling to have one of these again. This really brings me back, boys. How much is this going to run me? Are you crew? Cool? Yeah. Wait, take it. Oh, sweet. Yep. Yeah, uh, hey, if you're going first raiding with Skippy, it's the least we can do. Yeah, first raiding. Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, I can't think of any other reason you'd need it. Yeah, yeah. Well, on a totally unrelated topic, you guys wouldn't happen to have anything that would help me, you know, like, survive, like, maybe riding a dune breaker? <laughs> it is funny <laughs> that you say that. And the other one goes... Well, mate, yeah, we do. We have we have done that before. You've uh, made stuff th- that helps you ride a Doombreaker. In fact, we uh, we rode one ourselves. No way, guys! Riding on Skippy's back does not count as riding a Doombreaker. Dang you it! Can't keep telling people. <laughs> but I mean, he's basically a Doombreaker. I mean, uh, yeah, the same way he's a, a basically a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> This guy just hits people. And he's enthusiastic about it, damn it. I mean, he did introduce himself as a dune breaker, so I suppose in a technical sort of sense, in a sort of a word way. Dude, in the wordiest of ways, correct. Uh, Who you believe to be a knack speaks up now, and he goes, well, uh, 
we could make something that could, uh, like, maybe like boots that would really stick into the Breaker's hide, so you wouldn't go flying off. Wouldn't that just drag you face first through the sand? Oh, certainly. Certainly, okay, if it decided yeah. to dive, you would certainly suffocate beneath uh, hundreds of gallons of sand. Or it slipped into your throat and you uh, suffocated. That's a start for sure. Well, uh, I do have a buddy that has this suit that he might let me borrow. Um, so I'm not as worried about the sand as much, but those boots sound super helpful. Well, uh, if you'd like to commission them, uh, my brother has quite the knack for making things like that. And uh, we can get working on it for you. Dude, and that's so funny that he has a knack for that since you're named Knack. No, I'm Nick, mate. That's Knack. Okay. <laughs> Go on. I like, straight, I like this uh, <coughs> idiom. Anchorage, you sure got you sure got a spike for that. No, no, <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> Can I look around Nick and Nack's shop for anything interesting? Anything yeah, I mean, they've got they got a shit ton of baubles. I like shopping bobbles. for Boo Bear. They Ooh, have gotta this. Look for uh, Bear. Th- th- this is the this is the Nick and Nack classic. They have this giant bin set out near the front of the shop. That just says, like, uh, one silver piece, reach in, just grab. It's their grab box of everything they've made over the years that's not entirely functional. Maybe they couldn't sell or provide to the crew because it didn't really work super great. But it's just this giant box full of shit. And if you pay a silver piece, you can reach in and take something. Blue Bear gift all the time. Yeah. Giving him shit. It's a, it's a great Great, great way to do, do it. Do I have a silver piece? Uh, yeah, you, you, you would definitely have silver. I think we start sure. with ten gold pieces. Yeah, so which is a hundred silver pieces. All right. I want to buy one hundred things. No, <laughs> we'll buy a hundred <laughs> of these. Uh, roll a <coughs> d one hundred. D one hundred. Seventy-two. Oh my god, this is this is one of the best ones in there. What? But Brewbear, you pull out. A strange bronze face mask that doesn't really look like anybody's face you've ever seen, and it doesn't really look like it would fit anyone very well. But I'm not giving this to just anyone. Uh, and you you pull it out, and it immediately assumes a very cross look on its face, and goes, "Man, of course I got taken by somebody with a terrible outfit." No. Your boots, your coat, it's all just a mess. You need to get your shit together. No. Oh, you're, you're <laughs> fucked. I want to take it, and I want to punt it as hard as I can and see if it can go into the ocean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, take it outside. Yeah, I just, just like... Oh, I, no way. This, this mask looks up at me, disses me, and then I just want to punt it. It's only one silver piece. <laughs> And you paid up already. You did, so yeah. I paid up. Okay, you said, what am I doing? Uh, rolling me an athletics check. Oh, that's so fucking dope. Okay. Ooh, that's a 13. Oh, you get it pretty far. Uh, the ship is massive, and you're not quite able to get it off the side. But uh, seconds later, you see a little green hand <laughs> reach out and grab it. And you kind of feel like that's an even worse fate for this <laughs> mask that dissed you. No, I mean, uh, yeah, that's so true for the mask. Yeah. 
His life isn't going to get better after that. Maybe he'll get planted in the community garden. He may get planted oh. in the community garden. I, I want to I wanna buy something from the big thing. I'll, I'll get something for it. Because we didn't get a gift for Brew, Brew Bear. So. Okay, uh, ro- roll D100 yeah. then, Doc. 54. 54, 54. <laughs> Not dead. <laughs> you, you pull out uh, what, what appears to be a loincloth. But it's a very, very long loincloth. For example, if you were to put it on, it would drag on the ground. And uh, around the uh, cock piece is some metal reinforcement. Brew Bear is going to love it! This is going to be awesome for Brew Bear. Nobody's ever going to kick him in the nuts ever again. <laughs> I, I put it in my bag and my, my, I don't know, my coat or whatever. Heading to the party then, or is there anything else you'd like to do? I actually would like to go talk to the scarred face guy. Okay, to Dirk? Yes. All right, you, you make your way to Brewbear's a little early, and you see Dirk is in the same position you all left him when you were sitting at the table with him. Uh, when you get to be this age, you just don't move as much anymore. Dirk, was it? That's right. Tommond, is that you? I flick my hat up. He is there. <coughs> well, uh, have a seat. Nobody likes drinking alone. I'll take a seat. You, you lived in these parts long? My, my whole life. Can you tell me, has anyone ever found any secret passages in these dwarven ruins? Uh, I, yes, um, particularly the uh, little goblin fellow, Belgor. Dwarves constructed hundreds of secret passages throughout these ships, and uh, they're a little hard to find and pretty tight-fitting. But uh, Bill Gore seems to use them very effectively to his advantage. <laughs> I've even heard legend that he has a treasure troves hidden somewhere in those passages that only he knows the location and contents of. I want to start keeping an eye out. For the little goblin? Well, for, for any cues to secret passages, because I grew up in Dwarven Ruins. Yeah. Shall the festivities begin? Yes. Yes. I think we'll begin the next episode with festivities. Okay. Uh, We're going to end here for today, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening to this awesome uh, episode, which was like four of part two. What episode is this, Yeah, four. Four? Yep. Nice. Okay. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Just around the table with me today. I'm in Jerry. Anchorage. Doc. Spike and I'm Jonah and you guys are awesome. Uh